Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I'm happy to be back in your midst, but still a bit jet lagged, and that's why I'm speaking to you remotely. Sometimes the standards that we hear in God's word can look so high as to be impossible to achieve. And we can get so used to listening to these high standards that subconsciously we begin to think, well, that's not possible, but anyway, it's good to listen to it. But it mustn't be like that. If there's something promised in God's word, we should really earnestly seek to possess it. I think of Hebrews in chapter 12, and there's a verse here. Hebrews chapter 12, we are told here, verse 16, we are given the warning from a life of Esau in the Old Testament. What is the warning we can get from the life of Esau? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16. There should be no immoral or godless person like Esau. Now, we wouldn't think that we are immoral or godless. I don't think there's anybody immoral or godless here. But here, it's referring to his immoral, immorality and godlessness in one particular area. And that is, he sold his birthright for a single meal. We know the story how he was coming back hungry and Jacob offered him a meal and said, I'll give it to you if you give me a birthright. And Esau despised his birthright. See, a birthright was not just property. It was ultimately the line through which the Messiah would come. It was a tremendous thing to have a birthright to be in the lineage of Abraham and Isaac, and Jacob got it. But what does it mean for us when we are told, don't be like Esau, who gave up his birthright for a sim single meal, or something temporarily that would satisfy him right now, something that he could gain that would meet his current need, and he lost his birthright. So the thing that we need to ask ourselves is what is our birthright? If someone were to ask you, my brother, sister, what is your birthright as a Christian? You should be able to know the answer. Well, let me show you to, to turn you to Luke chapter 12. There are things that when you think of birthright and uh, bowl of soup that Esau had to choose from to satisfy his present hunger or to get a birthright which will be much later. Immediately there was no benefit to Esau by having the birthright. It would be many, many years later, only when Isaac died, that he would get a birthright. So the challenge is, am I going to satisfy myself with some immediate gain I can get? 
And by getting it, if I choose it and the price I pay is, I lose my birthright, it's not worth it. That's the point. Now we know that many people are choosing things in the world and losing eternal life. But here in Luke chapter 12, I want to show you. Luke chapter 12, it says, all the nations of the world are eagerly seeking things related to their earthly life. Verse 29, Luke 12, 29, what to eat, what to drink, etc. All the nations of the earth, world eagerly seek that. That's the bowl of soup, which the nations of the world are seeking. And we are told, we are warned not to sacrifice our birthright in order to get that. But what is the birthright? So it says your father knows you need all these things. Don't worry about it. Here is the birthright, his kingdom. Seek his kingdom. And then he says in verse 32, your father, don't be afraid, little flock. Luke 12, 32, your father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. God wants to give us his kingdom. And for many, many years, I used to think that kingdom is something in the future that I will get by being faithful in little things now. But it was a great day in my life when I discovered that that kingdom is something God wants to give us now, right now. The kingdom of God, Jesus said, is not something in the future. He said, it's right within you. It's right in your midst. And then as I began to search the scriptures as to what the kingdom of God was, I found the answer in Romans 14, 17. Kingdom of God is not heaven. Heaven is different. I can't get heaven now. I can get the spirit of heaven in my heart now. But heaven itself, I have to wait. But the kingdom of God is something I can have right now. It's my birthright. What did we read? It is your father has chosen gladly to give you this kingdom. And that kingdom is described in Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, 17. Three things comprise the kingdom of God. And this is what the father has chosen gladly to give me right now. But I can lose it for a bowl of porridge, for something of earth that satisfies my immediate need, some little compromise in my place of work, some little compromise at home, something that I give up my convictions for to get something, and then I lose out this. This is the birthright. Every one of us, your father has chosen gladly to give it to you, but you can lose it. The kingdom of God, Romans 14, 17, is three things, basically. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Please keep this in mind always, dear brothers and sisters. If there's anything you get on earth or try to get, and thereby lose your righteousness or your peace or your joy in the Holy Spirit, it's not worth it. You're following Esau. <clears throat> Think of these three things. Righteousness means uprightness in every area. It means uprightness in money matters, uprightness in speaking the truth, uprightness in 
the way I do my job and uprightness in every area, in my thought life, etc. It's not worth losing it to get something, some temporary pleasure. Think of people who watch a few minutes of pornography and lose their righteousness. It's following Esau, who for a bowl of soup, it's a temporarily, it satisfies their need. They've lost something forever. Later on, it says Esau wept and cried out for the birthright. He said, sorry, you missed it. He couldn't get it. And that's the warning we have in Hebrews that later on, you can cry and ask for something and you won't get it. Now is the time we are making a choice every day almost in different situations. Do I want my birthright or do I want this bowl of porridge or soup which satisfies my immediate need? Or am I willing to deny myself something which will give me a little satisfaction, a little pleasure? I deny it because I'm thinking of my birthright, which is <clears throat> righteousness. And it's not only righteousness, it says here it is peace in the Holy Spirit. I must never sacrifice my peace for any earthly gain. When peace is gone in our heart, we have lost something very, very serious. It says in Colossians in chapter 3, you've often heard me quote this verse, Colossians 3 and verse 15, that the kingdom of God, I'm sorry, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ, it says in the margin of my Bible, Colossians 3.15, be the referee in your heart. You heard me quote that many verse many times, that when you lose the peace in your heart, you're losing the kingdom. The referee has blown a whistle. What do I mean by that? When you come, some situation crops up in your home or in your office or while you're driving a car and some unrest. Don't let it remain there. Seek the cause of it and get rid of it. It's like a thorn that's got into your foot. Get rid of it immediately. Why this unrest in my heart? There are situations like that that can come up, you know, can come anytime. It comes to me sometimes. Something and some unrest. Why is that? Lord, I want to get rid of it. I don't want to get temporary satisfaction of something earthly and miss out on this, which is my birthright. My birthright is a life of perfect rest and peace in God. My dear brother, sister, that is your birthright. Don't let the devil fool you that you cannot live such a life. You can. If you're sensitive, you refuse every bowl of porridge and soup that the devil offers you or the world offers you. Say, I want the peace in my heart. That's part of God's kingdom. And the other is joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we take it for granted that it's impossible to live a life of continuous joy in this world. But the Bible says in Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Always means 24-7. 24-7 has become a very common phrase means 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm supposed to rejoice, not in my circumstances. It doesn't say rejoice in your circumstances 24-7. No, it's not possible because sometimes the circumstances can be tough or difficult. 
but rejoice in the Lord and he never changes. So in other words, I must find my joy all my life, not in my circumstances, which will be fluctuating, not in the opinions of men which fluctuate, but in the Lord who never changes. That's the only way my joy will never be lost. If I decide that my, I'm going to find my joy in the Lord. The Bible says in, in the Psalms, Psalm 34, that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. You know that verse, I think in Psalm 34, it says, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And that's why we must seek to be in his presence all the time. And for myself, I have taken it like this. Anytime I don't have fullness of joy, it means I'm not in God's presence. Because in God's presence, there is fullness of joy. But if I'm not in God's presence, then joy is gone. So anytime I don't have joy in my heart, I have to say to myself, I am not in the presence of the Lord. And this is my birthright. My birthright is to live in God's presence 24-7. I want to say one last thing. We are told that in the last days, Jesus said in Matthew 24, Matthew 24, 14, this gospel of the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The message of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit will be proclaimed throughout the world as a, wit as a witness, as a testimony to the nations. There are very few people who are preaching this gospel, the gospel of the kingdom. Many people are preaching the gospel of the forgiveness of sins. Your sins can be forgiven. You can go to heaven. But this gospel, that you can have righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit 24-7. How many people have you heard preaching that? But there will be on earth a few people in the last days proclaiming this gospel of the kingdom. Not just the gospel of the forgiveness of sins, but the gospel of the grace of God, but the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed as a witness in all the nations and brothers and sisters. Our churches have been called to be part of that witness by our life and by our words, the people we meet, the opportunities we get to testify about the Lord. People must see that we are people who believe and practice and have possessed the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, Enjoy the Holy Spirit. And anytime you're tempted to lose that, you're tempted to gain something of earth, and the price you pay is you lose a little bit of your righteousness, or some situation you lose a little bit of your peace, a little bit of your joy, don't sacrifice it. Say, I'd rather give up that bowl of porridge, but I want to keep my righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit all the time. This is what the kingdom of God our Father has promised to give to us. It's our birthright. You all know what your birthright now. Let's not lose it. Just like if your father left you an inheritance, you would even go to court to get it. Say, Lord, I want to preserve my birthright. Thank you. Amen.